Hello and welcome to another episode of Pro AV Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Devin Bentley, and today we're going to talk about some really amazing projects going on in the world of LED video walls. I have with me the creative director of D3, Sarah White. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Very excited to talk about some of these projects. Hi, Evan. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Again, thank you so much. And, and there's so much going on. Um, I'll start with this. D- D3 is a self-described as a, a global leader in design, engineering, and technology for the digital display marketplace. So for everyone out there, you provide innovative designs of LED walls, uh, displays, content to go along with them, and industries ranging from retail, sports, live events, transportation, and then, of course, live television broadcasts. So there's so many possibilities across so many spectrums. As D3's creative director, talk to me about the process of collaboration with a client and how do we go from a concept to reality? This seems almost overwhelming process. So many options. Walk me through this. Walk everyone out there. Uh, give them a little bit of an insider glimpse. Sure. So we work very closely with our clients and partners to make the process easy. The design lead develops a concept, which is then paired with whatever the best technology fit is by our design engineering team. And then we provide coordination details up front to progress during the planning stages. And then our project management team coordinates between the client, designers, content creators, and construction teams to manage every detail to make sure that everything goes smoothly. That's quite a process. I mean, back and forth, but it seems like it's cohesive where in the end it comes out just right. And why I think that is there's one project in particular I want to talk about. It was just recently completed. Um, most, if not everyone, is familiar, of course, with Netflix and an innovative company on its own, uh, by its own design. So um, when D3 was asked to work with them, I can assume they had some interesting requests, uh, approached you on outfitting their new building. So talk to me about that project. Uh, what was Netflix and D3's vision uh, for this LED experience? I know that right now what's, what's huge in LED and what's becoming more and more, not just the trend, but necessary is the immersive experience. So um, as someone comes through the new Netflix building's doors, what do they experience? Absolutely. The Netflix project is really stunning and spectacular, and, and it was really fun for us to work on. Um, it's a fairly grand scale, uh, immersive environment that we've created. And when you walk into the space, there's actually three walls that are all completely covered with you know, projection and LED display. So it really becomes this immersive experience that you walk in and become part of the scenery of, of their their major hit shows. So there's actually a 12-foot tall by 80-foot um, wide LED display that's on two corners, on two walls, I would say. And that's covered with a 1.9-millimeter LED display with a total of 23 million pixels Driving, driving actually 46 million pixels of data with our dual-layer content delivery system. Um, so that's a double feed of 13K resolution being fed at native resolution, which is not scaled or compressed. Um, plus, in addition to that, there's also an 8K projection displaying content on 110 individual sculptural elements that are mounted at different distances from the wall. So, so double layering, explain that a little bit more to me. Is this something that D3 is getting deeper into and we see this more in the future for 2018, this double layering technology? Yeah, so this is a, a pretty cool piece of technology that we developed, and it was really out of the need from our clients to be able to reasonably 
develop content without, you know, breaking the bank. Um, so what this allows a content creator to do is to be able to have a base layer of content and then be able to create little vignettes of content that then sits on the background layer. So then you don't have to re-render the entire surface. You only render the one little element that is changing during that frame. Wow. So it reduces the amount of um, rendering time that you have to do. And so you don't have to have these massive amounts of rendering farms crunching your content creation. And so it just reduces the cost for the, for the end client for creating this massive amount of content. So with this massive amount of content and, and uh, the way that the, the technology works, did you run into any roadblocks with this project? Uh, and if so, how did you get around those? What were your engineers working with? Well, I think that was really the big innovation of, of this project was not only the amount of pixels and being able to drive the content to various different types of surfaces to be able to, you know, the value of our AEPIMS is that you can bring in various different inputs and then also send it to various different outputs with a single device. So that's really what the AEPIMS brings to the table in terms of it being a game changer from a technology standpoint. And again, this is a podcast, so of course it's audio, but uh, this is extremely, extremely visual product for, for uh, images. And the story on this, you can go to d3led.com um, to see this Netflix project, which is absolutely worth seeing. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the AEPIMS uh, system. It's, this is extremely innovative from D3. This is not something that we're seeing across the board from other companies. Uh, how did this technology come about with your engineering team? What are the possibilities with this technology? What do we have on our hands here? Because I feel like we're just in the beginning stages. Netflix is an amazing example of this, but where can we go? Right. So the um, the APIMS is, it actually stands for Advanced Element Player and Integrated Media Server. So it's it's kind of a beast of a name, but we really wanted to capture that it that it's able to do all of these things in one single device, which is a really big deal um, because in the past what integrators were having to do is cobble together a whole mess of various different equipment, maybe even from different manufacturers trying to get it all synced and working properly. And then when they get an issue, it's like, wh you know, what's causing the issue, which device, everybody's pointing fingers. And so what this does is in, in the single device, it allows you to be able to run up to a hundred million pixels, which is, you know, to understanding something that no one else out there in the world is doing. And within this single device, be able to not only communicate to LED displays, but also LCD and projection and audio systems and taking contact closures and live feeds and various different input sources, all managed within a single device. So what we've seen across the space is not just LED walls being used, but, but understanding that space in general um, is a new concept, especially when uh, we can make it dynamic. So now we're looking at dynamic spaces across the spectrum. Uh, where do we see the technology being implemented, not just in LED walls, but in other areas? Like, what are the possibilities here? Well, we expect to continue to see a dramatic expansion of indoor LED displays across multiple markets. Um, as the technology has expanded and it's become more approachable to, you know, different audiences, we're, we're seeing it pop up in, in areas that were never thought to be exploring an indoor LED display in the past. So the flexibility of size and shape coupled with the impact of direct view LEDs 
creates the opportunity for a lot of design innovation for architects and designers. And I noticed you've done a lot of work, again, with indoor display. Um, we, we talk about indoor, but a lot of work in retail. How does this fit into the retail spectrum, especially with so much focus being on e-commerce lately? You know, everyone sees the numbers for the brick and mortar stores. Um, the ones that do decide to adapt and make their spaces, their brick and mortar spaces more dynamic with digital displays, what are we seeing for them? So what we're seeing is two real types of methods of using LEDs in, in retail. And obviously, this is continuing to evolve. Um, but primarily, you know, the, the traditional way would be to use um, LED displays to display, you know, product and market campaigns and to be able to change that you know, basically instantaneously gives um, brand and, and market managers the ability to broadcast, you know, a, a new campaign across their fleet of, of stores, you know, within an instant, um, which obviously provides the ability to cater each campaign specifically to different branding opportunities. In addition, we're also seeing a lot of retailers create this, as you were mentioning, um, interactive environment where they're communicating to um, their guests in a, in a new and an exciting way, in a way to attract the, the people into the stores and give them the ability to have an experience that they wouldn't have, you know, sitting in front of their mobile device or, or at home. So in a way of making it an experience that's an event that they want to engage with and join um, the location in order to be a part of. It's really interesting, you know, Retail and brick and mortar stores have been a, uh, an institution, a thing for so long, for generations. LED technology is relatively new, and the way that it's used is constantly changing and new. And some might argue that one saving grace for these institutions that have been here forever is this new technology that can help them compete. So it's really interesting. Um, I, we're almost done here. I, I have a question that's going to kind of tie into my last one. But why do, why do you think Netflix chose D3? What was it about your company and collaborating with you that made sense to make their new building. Netflix is extremely innovative. They are moving the meter in many spectrums. And so I'm imagining they chose somebody who lined up with their philosophies. Why, why was D3 chosen? Well, I, I think it really comes down to D3's heart and soul is in innovation. We take pride in solving what has been deemed unsolvable. We thrive on collaboration and design and creativity and always thinking what's next. And I, I think that that really tied into, you know, Netflix's core beliefs and values. And so it was a really good marriage of, of our two companies to work together to create this very innovative experience. Yeah, Sarah, it sounds like folks over at D3, there's, there's an internal drive of the people you hire over there that um, make up this company culture. So, so tell me a little bit more about the pulse of D3. Um, as a company, what are your goals going into the future for, for what you want to see overall affecting the world with, with some of the technology you're making? Well, D, D3 is really comprised of, of a bunch of people that really enjoy doing this sort of work. I mean, we really are enthusiastic about what we do. Um, it makes us want to get up in the morning and we're excited to be able to innovate and be leaders of thought and design in this space. And so it's something that really inspires us and it's always motivating us as a group to continue to push the boundaries of what's possible and chase after what would make our clients experience something that they've never seen before to 
truly create LEDs as a focal point for a space or a supporting cast of characters to um, support the architecture and the brand experience for our clients. Well, D3 is accomplishing some amazing feats. Um, I look forward to the new projects as 2018 uh, unveils itself and you add more and more projects to where people can view them on d3led.com. Sarah, I want to thank you so much for joining us. We learned a lot today about some really new groundbreaking technology, some innovative pieces going into companies like Netflix. Uh, Thank you again for joining. Thank you. It was my pleasure. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Pro AV Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. Once again, my name is Evan Bentley. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.